Hey, Adam. What's going on? You done working? Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, that's cool. We got uh, Hayward Wagner on the line from uh, from the old SCCA. How we doing? Good. Cruising back with a race car or parts for a race car soon, and uh, Hayward's doing his own build right now. So. What uh, uh, what's uh, what's new in SCCA world and in Hayward world? Oh, I mean, there's very little difference between the two at the moment, but uh, <laughs> blurs together. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, all those zooms I do recreationally kind of get in the way of the professional ones. Um, I think, uh, yeah, we've got a lot going on as we always do. Um, as we've talked about uh, a fair bit, we're moving time trials nationals to the beginning of summer to give that kind of a kickoff for the kind of core of the SCCA season. So um, instead of having those extra four months to plan that one, we're, we're already kind of under the gun to make decisions about it. and. Uh, the uh, road racing program, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that program. Uh, it's going to go back to a little-known racetrack in Indianapolis um, for our runoffs event in October. I've so heard of that track. Uh, I guess September. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of a thing. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot A lot of people think of Roger Penske as a you know, major mogul in motorsports and business and whatnot. To us, he's just Uncle Roger. You know, just another SCCA member. Um, no big deal, huh? So we're going to go hang out with Uncle Roger for a couple of weeks. And then uh, later this afternoon, we're going to be announcing a new venture. Um, we're doing a hill climb in Pineville, Kentucky. Um, it's a two-mile course, 10 turns, 600 feet of elevation change. And kind of our bragging right claim to fame there is that George Boland, who is widely held as the, uh, the grandfather of North American hill climbing, he's done... 16 different hills and holds the overall record at 11 of them he went and took a look at it a couple of weeks ago and came back and said it's uh, the best hill climb venue he's seen in the united states um, everything really? that you would ever want in a hill it has and uh we're super excited because anytime that we can go somewhere like an indianapolis motor speedway or um, ncm motorsports park where we are really welcomed and um, valued as an organization and an event that always makes it more special. And this Pineville opportunity, the city is really bending over backwards to make things work for us. They're gonna host a, a Friday night fan night thing downtown and the park has got a 30 room lodge that are letting us rent out so we can keep all of our, a lot of our participants on site, a lot of our staff on site. We've got 15 guest cabins available for folks to, to stay in. So it's uh, um, all of these things right now are just kind of coming together in a really strong way. and. Um, yeah, we're, we are excitedly learning about vaccines and, and uh, things reopening and getting back to business as it once was and trying to yeah. learn, learn from and keep all the processes that we approved because we uh, had an opportunity to learn while doing uh, COVID era events. And here we are. Yeah, COVID era was fun. Uh, hopefully it's almost over. We, uh, yeah. <laughs> You and I have talked a lot about things. Me and Abe wore a lot of face masks at racetracks too this yes. year. So. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. It, was strangely, it was strangely positive for SCCA on the, the overall. Like There were some really painful decisions that had to be made. Um, but we also had an opportunity to, to look at some things like uh, streamlining tech processes for our solo program to make it easier to get into events and and be more customer uh, customer friendly on a couple of things that that reduce contact and whatnot. So, I, I think 
um, it's one of those I wouldn't wish it on your worst enemy kind of things. But also, with challenges comes growth, and with growth comes improvement. And I think it's, mm-hmm. um, I think motorsport in general is going to be better for it. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so this uh, this new hill climb, um, uh, I was talking to a dude about a year ago about a hill climb, and then said dude was talking to SCCA at the same time. Um, sounds like it's a good one, huh? I'm, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about the dude, um, but yeah, the hill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming uh, Brad Gates is who you're speaking of. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Brad is... Um, you know, Brad's one of those force of nature personalities. Like when he gets an idea and a, and a concept, um, he's going to figure out a way to make it happen. And a lot of times those personalities in our space, uh, those forces of nature can do more uh, storm damage than, than good. And uh, he has a really good feel for how to, how to push the right buttons and make the right things happen. So Brad is officially the chair of the event, which I'm really excited about. That takes a good chunk of load off of me. Uh, yeah. And I think he's uh, he's got a really really good head for it. He's been involved in hill climb and road and uh, performance rally in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, he's done a bunch of stuff um, on the East Coast since he's lived over here. And you know he's just um, yeah. And really the the thing that makes it, the whole thing come together is Brad works with a nonprofit called Backroads of Appalachia that is their mission is to bring travel and tourism into Eastern Kentucky. Uh, so we have this really great established organization that can help us with spectators and chamber of commerce and connection with the city and all those things that make an event like this really special you know you can uh hill climbs are a little challenging to pull together because of the venue and all those things but even when you have all the the tangibles having the city behind it and having you know the local businesses understand it all of those things that's what really kind of makes these events special and Brad and his Brad and the organization he works with, uh, Backwards of Appalachia, who I recommend you following on Facebook if you are a fan of mountain roads. They kind of are the purveyors of excellent asphalt in the eastern Kentucky, western Virginia um, area. I followed Brad on a road at absolutely no more than highway speeds um, when we were doing some site scouting, and like Tail of the Dragon. Uh, cool. Um, they've got some stuff up there that is really special. Yeah, real similar. Uh, you know, it, it, it's uh, there's some amazing roads, uh, especially like the fact that this one's in a park too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, with a lodge and with uh, basically with like uh, a lot of the elements that you don't have on a typical road, and you also don't have to block off houses and yep. all that stuff. I would assume. Um, that's uh, it. Sounds it sounds like a really cool hill. When is it? When's it going to happen? So the date is May 1 and 2, um, and you know this year we're going with a two-day format just to keep it super straightforward. Um, I feel like this event has the potential to become uh, quite a few more days as we go. We'll have to see how it all stacks up. But yeah. you know, what we're really looking at is we're getting more and more SCCA members that are building a car they love, um, whether it's for track or for time trial or uh, whatnot. And the more that people are building these cars, um, they're looking for more of our variety of things to do with them. Uh, yeah. Some of them are already doing autocross and track and whatnot. So what we're trying to do is kind of plant this hill climb concept in Eastern Kentucky about a month before Time Trials Nationals to kind of create kind of a synergy around that. You know, if you live within 500 miles of, of that area, here's two great events that you can build a car for. Right. And, you know, 
Oh, we're not recording any of this, right? This is just us chatting. No, sure. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. I will mean, cut this part out. Um, you know, the backroads folks, um, they would love to see three, four, five uh, Eastern Kentucky, Southwestern Virginia hill climbs uh, come online over the next couple of years. And so I think the, cool. the potential of adding uh, one or two a year uh, in subsequent years, um, Pine Mountain was the one that we looked at and said, okay, that's the one that can set the standard. Let's start here. Um, but the you know, Pennsylvania Hill Climb Association has a great program where you can do six, seven hill climbs a year. Um, <clears throat> I think there's a real potential for a Appalachia Hill Climb Association type of thing, um, working with uh, East Tennessee, Central Carolinas, and Blue Ridge regions um, yeah. to make that happen. So that's kind of the direction we're looking towards. I, I didn't know if uh, I didn't know if Hayward was serious about that. <laughs> No, I was completely. I'm sorry. You, that can absolutely run. I'm sorry. That was a <laughs> that was a bad production room joke. I apologize. No, you, you, can't, yeah, uh, you, you can't. Yeah, I think he made that joke before on us too. <laughs> I, Not funny. I, I don't have any new material. I just hope to have yeah. new audiences. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You could you'd be like the old Boston comics. They had the same act for 30 years. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're going again, Abe. Yeah. No, we've been going. I just. Uh, oh man. I, awesome. I made a note. Um, but I'll scratch that note and then I'll cut all this uh, nonsense talk right here. Love it. <laughs> um, so the, like the, an event like this, is this going to be ran a little bit more like a time trials national where it's more national staff or is there a, a local region that's going to do most of the stuff? Obviously Brad and uh, probably a lot of his team is doing, uh, is doing a lot of the legwork, but how does something like this work with the SCCA? So what we're really working from is kind of a coalition of Blue Ridge region, um, who is potentially a region to host other events like this in the future. Um, and Central Carolina's region, who has done a tremendous amount of hill climbing, um, the Chimney Rock Hill Climb, which was kind of where I was born and raised, um, was a, a CCR event. And then the uh, East Tennessee region, who actually has the hill in their uh, geography. So these three regions have all kind of agreed to come together to put on this first event. Um, but the national office's role on this is to ensure that the event is set up for success. So if these regions are missing a component piece, um, that's where the national office would come in. Uh, we're looking at potentially being able to time this event with transponders. So we're pulling in some staffing from the national uh, time trials national tour to help with that um, those types of things so really the goal here is to give these regions the tools to be able to um, find their own you know we know of other hills that we're interested in um, so realistically what we would be working towards is um, positioning these regions to be able to do their own events should they choose yeah um, but also What's the uh, requirements as far as cars uh, hill swim swim first uh, i just watched uh, i watched really a documentary uh, called right. i think chasing giants that was kind of um, done uh, with the pennsylvania hill climb association um and it seems like there's a class for everything uh safety yeah yeah Yeah, I mean, hill, hill climb is very much a, a, a bit of a wild, wild west right now uh, in terms of classing. Um, it's a bit of a, if you can dream it, you can do it space. And, and I think that's really core to what the, the program represents. But in a nutshell, um, if you are in a 
street prepared, if you uh, speak autocross, uh, if you're in a street prepared level of preparation, um, which includes in some cases, cases sure of stock classes, in some cases, um, you know, a variety of different iterations of, but if you're in that kind of street, street prepared space, um, you can do a four point roll bar, uh, a five point harness seat, um, a fire bottle and uh, you know, your typical track gear, fire suit, Hans device, helmet. I think um, I think head and neck is required, but Hans is not mandated. Um, if you are going to be at a higher level of prep, yeah, road race that, safety. Um, if you're going to run in a GCR class, you have to meet um, GCR safety. Um, but there's also, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But like um, the Dragon, for example, runs a class called Street Unlimited, and Street Unlimited basically allows you to do whatever you want to to drive train suspension um you have to be quote-unquote street legal and in that class you are only required to run the bar um obviously as uh, your intensity in the sport goes up as the, the stakes go up you want to add more bars um which is kind of what i'm in the process of doing at the moment um but uh as a come and try it out check it out yeah um you know, the, the four-point bar will get you in the door, uh, which is kind of why we're trying to take this opportunity right now. We're seeing a lot more people in our time trials program that came and tried a time trials or a track event, liked it, um, and maybe gave themselves a little scare or thought, I'd like to push a little bit harder, but it doesn't feel right. Or uh, maybe a loved one said, I'm okay with you doing this, but, um, but we're seeing more and more cars that are showing up with the four-point bar in a street configuration. Yeah. Um, uh, so time attacks and HPDE world has made a lot of built-in roll bars and four-point roll bars and six-point roll bars and roll cages like a thing. Hey, guys. Like, um, the audio is a little bit out of sync yeah, here. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm going to uh, hang this call up and uh, we'll just keep going. I'll ring it back here in a second. I just want to get us back all on the same page. Okay. be better we were like talking over each other you guys were were like at the same time now you sound like you're quiet Rhea. i'm here man facebook messenger's blowing it for us today it's like the first time in years can you hear me now yeah i hear yep. you you sound good how do i sound you're great all right well i think we got a new call abe is uh yeah, abe's a boss it sounds like Howard's right. in the middle of nowhere too <laughs> <clears throat> Are uh, you re- you're re-going, Abe? Are we recording again? Yep, yep, we're recording. All right. Um, so, yeah, it, it seems like the classes are, or the cars will be, uh, like, you'll be able to run a lot of things, like, um, which is very inclusive, uh, which I, I love that SCCA is going more towards that route, which is awesome, uh, in a lot of availability. Um, and, yeah, I will- uh, how many cars do you anticipate at an event like this? I think we're going to probably cap this first one at 100. Um, okay. We're putting out a – the event page is located at timetrials.scca.com, and if you click on the events button and there's a drop-down for hill climb, uh, you can get to the event page. And right now we just have a I'm interested form set up for folks who want to give us their email address and their name and what their motorsports experience is so we can kind of start gauging what our interest level looks like. Um, but 100 feels like a pretty uh, – that's a bigger hill climb than we've had in the southeast in, in a number of years. Um, so that feels like a pretty good place to start, and uh, cool. we'll grow from there. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that I think I'm going to try to do. Uh, so Whoa. Yeah, I uh, 
Uh, I would love to do this. I, I, I watched the in, in car of the, of the hill like long ago when Brad and I were talking, and yep. uh, before before you stole the hill, and uh, the uh, the the course looks really fun. <laughs> yeah, I will. Um, you know, my first trip up it, uh, my first thought was this is too much. Like this is just like I'm all for a challenge, but this is just a little bit too much. Um, and then I looked at it a couple of more times and and kind of got a level set on it and um you know it is not uh, like i love the dragon i think the dragon is a hoot um it's the uh, the event in robbinsville north carolina um but it's kind of like an autocross up a hill um you can make a mistake you can get into trouble there but it, it's not the test of courage uh that i think this hill is going to be this hill is going to be um this is a hill that you're going to be able to drive at 80 percent and feel super accomplished uh, yeah. Anything above that, you're just going to be scared. Uh, it, it seems like it's uh, it's not the most dangerous hill. It doesn't have like the thousand foot sheer drop offs like Pikes Peak, but it uh, it seems very challenging. So. From like the three time I watched the video. yeah, it's not it's not the yeah, it's not the uh, it, it's not the just off the course that's the attention getter. It's that there really isn't any opportunity for small right. mistakes. Um, what uh, what's in your personal radar? I, uh, we always uh, we always talk about the official business, but it sounds like you're doing uh, race car things. You and I have been talking about a lot of EF chassis junk. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm hauling a uh, 91 EX sedan shell uh, carcass back to uh, North Carolina at the moment to pull some more parts off of it. Um, I bought Blake Meredith's F production four door uh, a couple months ago. And in such hindsight, a good chassis, like such yeah. a good cage. <laughs> yep. Uh, and I and I did the Dragon Hill climb. Uh, I had a blast. I want to go faster. Um, I did it in a Integra GSR, and so uh, pulled the drivetrain out of the Integra and, and picked up this chassis from Blake. And in hindsight, I should have just taken the Integra to Blake and told him to call me when he's done because I'm he's had the transmission and I just dropped the motor off with him. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, the goal here is, you know, 175 at the wheels, 1,800 pounds or so, uh, really strong cage, um, and really, you know, I hill climb is what I grew up romantically in love with. Like, I grew up going to the runoffs every year, and that was super cool, but Chimney Rock was really where it was at. And uh, when I kind of got into this role, a lot of people thought that hill climb was going to be something I would try to do professionally uh, immediately, and I was really skeptical about um, whether or not there was an appetite for it. You know, we, we didn't have a lot of people that were looking to do it. And um, this Pine Mountain opportunity came along right about the time that we were seeing more and more people adding the roll bars, roll cages, belts, seats, things like that in the time trial space. And so it seemed like a good time to do it uh, professionally. And then personally, um, if we're going to do this, I'm going to do it. And uh, so I wanted to make sure I had a car that... Um, you know, not only was uh, had all the safety pieces in place, um, I think that a, a four-point bar uh, in an Integra on at the Dragon is probably appropriate. Um, that, but I wanted something with a little more performance, and with that, a, a pretty big step up in safety. And as you said, uh, Blake built a really great cage for that car, and yeah. so that's that's the direction. I, I loved uh, that car a couple of years ago when he, the first event he rolled it out to, I think, was our South Festival, like, you know, 
two, uh, the second to last South Festival. And when he pulled it off the trailer, and I was like, oh, I just started looking around it. Like, there's so many cool pieces to it. The seat's so far back. Like, yeah. You actually, yep. like, sit behind the B pillar, you know? And it, it actually kind of inspired a lot of little elements of my own build. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a really cool, really cool car. I think it'll probably be a really. You can it's that, that chassis. It's not not as short as like a CRX. You can, yep. uh, you know, it's a little longer wheelbase, a little bit better aero than a hatchback. You can really set that thing up to be forgiving, but also super fun to drive. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I, I really, you know, I bought it thinking this is a hill climb dedicated car, um, but I've been looking at uh, the rules for e prepared uh, as an autocrosser. I've been looking at the. Uh, the opportunities with the unlimited two class with time trials and you know i think uh, i think this car might go some places and see some things so i'm pretty excited about it yeah i'm glad it's living on i was very tempted to buy it at one point and then you bought it which was good because i didn't actually need more cars well i mean i've only got three efs at the moment so um, and an integra always... and uh... no the integra's gone i've got <laughs> I've got a 62 Beetle, an 89 uh, hatchback, a 289 hatchbacks, and then the four, the sedan, and an S2000, and then some daily drivers. Just some some daily drivers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, it, it makes it makes Abe and I seem uh, quite quite logical in our in our car hobby. Very much so. <laughs> Uh, so, so this uh, this program is getting announced on uh, Wednesday, which is tomorrow. Uh, so maybe we'll put this show up uh, a little earlier. But um, yeah, uh, the 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 runoffs and stuff. Uh, uh, what's uh, what's your what's your feeling about the second time at Indy? What did you guys learn from last time you guys were there, and how do you how do you think it's going to go this year or next? Yeah, yeah this year. Uh, there's a couple of things I'm really excited about with Indy. One is. Um, just being able to go back like the first time you're kind of starstruck by the venue um you were figuring out how to use that paddock we were figuring out everything and and being able to go back with the knowledge of of having done it once um it's that's huge and uh so i'm looking forward to that um from a staff perspective and, and being able to optimize what we've learned um I thought Indy raced really, really well, and I'm excited for some really great racing. Um, I'm really excited for the, uh, as as it is in the SCCA space, I'm really excited for the fan experience. Um, turn one is a great viewing opportunity. Uh, you can see the full front straightaway. You can see kind of the one-two combo corner and then the big S's, and then you can watch the rest of the track on the jumbo screen in front of you. So being able to be in, in an actual racetrack grandstand and, and have a jumbotron and uh, maybe a snack and a beverage and, and you, know, you feel that camaraderie of somebody makes the big move and everybody gasps and then there's the cheer and you know, all that. And that's, you know, that's something that not always translates well at the runoffs because the venues are, tend to spread out the viewing areas, but everybody tends to congregate at turn one. Um, and then uh, I think the other thing that we have to be excited about, um, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to leak this information or not, but we run a survey every year of licensed drivers to get an idea of how many people to anticipate uh, for our runoffs. And, and mm-hmm. historically, uh, it's pretty accurate. Um, we had a, a, a bit of a miss um, uh, the last couple of years for a variety of reasons, COVID being not the least of. 
Um, but the initial surveying looks like, you know, we had 969 last time we went to Indy. We initially thought that that would fall off a little bit, that we'd have folks that just wanted to do Indy once and they checked the box and they didn't feel the need to go back. Um, but it's looking like we might be back in that right around a thousand uh, range again. There's um, so many cars for club racing. Right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, we could be seeing 20, 30 car fields um, across uh, 20 or so of the classes and then four or five classes maybe in the uh, 60, 70 range and, and maybe doing some B main races on Thursday like we did uh, when we were there before. So I think from a fan experience, um, you know, the thing that I've always loved about the runoffs is if you think Daytona 24 is cool, uh, we do 24 hours of racing too. The difference is we reset the field every hour. Yeah. Um, and so, you, you know, 24 hours of sprint racing spread over three days is a pretty, uh, pretty awesome ticket. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about it. I just think it's so cool that you can maybe get a thousand club racers in one place at one time. You were really close last time. Yeah. It's like, gotta be some kind of record. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's, if we hit four digits, that would be a pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's not gonna happen. I mean, that's not gonna happen at uh, at many at many events. Just the the format of that event, you know, it's it's yeah. kind of special, you know. But I think it speaks a lot to the track. You know, I think you know Road America is how many people's favorite racetrack in the world, and VIR is how many people's favorite racetrack in the world, and you know. We're not taught, we're not comparing to slouches, and if Indy is able to draw thirty to forty percent more entrance than Road America or VIR can, um, I think that just speaks to how much this community cares about the history of motorsports and how important hollowed ground is to folks that you know, grew up watching the Indy Five Hundred and and idolizing those drivers. So it's really a it's a it's a big package. I watched a lot of the races last time, and there was, like you said, there was a lot of races that it seems like that track does level a lot of playing fields yep. um, a little bit more than like you know Road America. So it's the it's it's a lot of big straightaways, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, very cool. And I think we've seen really good racing um, both at VIR and Road America the last two years. So I think part of it is that the uh, the rules body is getting the the BOP right. I think that more. More drivers means more people uh, running a high level of prep and being able to compete well. And then I think you've got classes like STL and T4 and um, other places where uh, a more modest investment can put you on the podium like we saw this year in STL. Yeah. All right. Well, Abe's got to go pick up a daughter. I got to go back to work. You got a truck down the road. So Keep on keeping uh, on. Yeah, man. Um, where, can, uh, where can people find out all about SCCA World? Well, we just announced our Track Night in America schedule for 2021. So jump over to tracknightinamerica.com to find your favorite four-hour track afternoon program. I really and enjoyed the one that I went to this last year. Really had a good time. Awesome. Awesome, yeah. awesome. And uh, for time trials and track night, uh, or sorry, for time trials, you can get to timetrials.scca.com. Or, crazy idea, you can go to good old-fashioned scca.com and click on programs that will take you to autocross, road rally, rally cross, hill climb, time trials, road racing, track events, track night in America, street survival, starting line. I think I got them all. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. <laughs> this is like a stressful amount of things. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Well, I hope the uh, EF uh, progress goes well. All right. I'll if send you, you pictures. Shoot, yeah, shoot me a text. If you need any, All right. You need I any need parts. control arms. I need control arms. We'll talk. Uh, I got. I might have some control arms. All right. We'll talk. All right. Um, I appreciate uh, appreciate you coming on, and uh, thanks to our partners, FCP Euro and uh, uh, Apex Pro, and all the Patreons and everybody that listens. We appreciate you listening. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pits of Grid Live to say hello. 